day two of Holy Week Tuesday as we continue in our reading in the Gospel of Luke. Uh, today, I want us to, we, we read in Luke chapter 20, verses 1 through 40, and a little bit of overlap with what we read yesterday, uh, but that was to give us a lead-in to what Jesus is doing here. And as we think about this reading today, as we think about what Jesus is doing, I want us to focus in this week on the goodness of Jesus. And I want our hearts to grow larger in love with Jesus. And I want us to examine our own hearts as we think about how we are responding to Jesus. What today's reading showed us is that Jesus was in the temple. He was teaching the people. And really the wisdom of Jesus was put on display. The, uh, he opens up this reading uh, today with a parable. And he said, I'm just going to read this part to you. He says, and he began to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard and led it out to tenants and went into another country for a long while. When the time came, he sent a servant to the tenants so that they would give him some of the fruit of the vineyard. But the tenants beat him and sent him away empty handed. And he sent another servant. But they also beat and treated him shamefully and sent him away empty handed. And he sent a third. This one also they wounded and cast out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, what shall I do? I will send my beloved son. Perhaps they will respect him. But when the tenants saw him, they said to themselves, this is the heir. Let us kill him so that the inheritance may be ours. And they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and destroy these tenants and give the vineyard to others. When they heard this, they said, surely not. But he looked directly at them and said, what then is this that is written? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces. And when it falls on anyone, it will crush him. The vineyard obviously is Jerusalem. It's the remnant of the Jewish people from the Old Testament. The owner in this story is obviously God, and the servants that he sends to the tenants to get fruit from his vineyard are the servants of God, the prophets of the Old Testament, the good kings and leaders of the Old Testament, and the beloved son of the owner is obviously Jesus. And this is just the one thing I want us to focus on today is the goodness of Jesus to obey and to unite with the will of his father, to come to these wicked people knowing what would happen to him. This reading today reveals that the people that Jesus is going to in Jerusalem are obviously wicked. The religious leaders are obviously wicked, hard-hearted, spiritually blinded men. He goes on to have conversations with them in this reading today and there's a back and forth where they ask him questions, but they really don't want to know the answers to these questions. They just want to trip Jesus up. They want to catch him in saying the wrong thing so that they can have a reason to kill him. They're trying to destroy him. But the incredible thing about that is when they come to Jesus and they try to catch him in his words is they're not able to. Jesus is too wise for them. Jesus is too innocent for them. He's too good and too strong for them. And every time they try to catch him in something, 
he answers them in a way that leaves them dumbstruck. Obviously, even before these wicked men, Jesus is not just a normal dude. He is not just a, a regular human teacher coming here. Obviously, even before these wicked men, he is the son of God with wisdom that they can't even try to match on their best day. And yet they still hate him and they still want to destroy him. Here's the point. It's obvious that these are wicked men with wicked hearts that are hardened in their sin. And they don't reject Jesus because of a lack of evidence. I'm going to say that again. They do not reject Jesus because of a lack of evidence. The evidence is right before them. This is obviously the beloved son. This is obviously one who is greater than them. This is obviously the Messiah. The evidence is clear. Their problem is not a lack of evidence. Their problem is a hard heart. Jesus has said about them in chapter 19, these things are hidden from your eyes. They're spiritually blinded in their sin. This is a warning to us. It's a warning to anyone who would have Jesus presented to them. Those that reject Jesus do not reject him mainly out of a lack of evidence. God has done plenty to show us that Jesus, who Jesus is and what Jesus has done for us. They reject Jesus because of a hatred in their heart toward God. They refuse the beloved son of the, of the vineyard's owner because they hate the owner. They really don't want him to rule over them, so they reject his son. If you're having trouble with the person of Jesus this Easter season, and there's something inside of you that just rejects his lordship over your life, I would tell you it's probably not because of a lack of evidence. The evidence has been presented throughout history, throughout the scripture, through the church. Jesus has been revealed. It's probably because of a hard heart that loves this world more than you love God and refuses to come to the light because you love the darkness. You just search that out. And you need to be reminded that Jesus is here for those who will come to him humbly. He's ready to receive you. So look at that. But not, I don't just want to look at the wickedness of these men and warn you about how you receive Jesus. I also want us to look at Jesus this morning. Jesus knew that this was going to be the response that he re received when he went into Jerusalem. He knew that these tenants were going to reject the beloved son. He knew that they were going to kill him and try to take the inheritance of the father, that which they do not earn, but that which they think they can take through violence and killing him. He knows that no matter what answer he gives to their objections and no matter what wisdom he shows right in front of them, he knows they're going to reject him. He knows they're blinded. But doesn't, doesn't that show you the goodness of Jesus? Doesn't that show you the in the lowly, loving nature of Jesus? Just how good he is knowing they're going to reject him to give himself to them anyway. He walks into this not with an army but on a donkey. He goes into this not with the sword but patiently sitting and teaching and loving them and ultimately giving his body for them. Giving his body as bread, giving his blood as the poured out wine, giving his body even if these people will receive him even for them. But even if they don't 
receive him. He gives himself over to them for the nations. For as these people reject him, he knows that this is the Father's plan to send out the good news of the gospel to all the nations. And now we are here today, church, we are here believing in Jesus because he was willing to give himself over to these wicked men who he knew were going to destroy him. Oh, see Jesus, the, pa- the ultimate Passover lamb, the ultimate lamb of God, laying down his life and sacrifice for us in this week leading up to the cross. Let's pray. Father, we love you because you first loved us. Jesus, nothing we could do for you could ever match what you've done for us. Jesus, you are so good and so loving and so patient and so kind. The sacrifice you were willing to make to hand yourself over to these wicked men, knowing they were not going to receive you, knowing they were not going to praise you, knowing that they were not going to give you what you deserved in your city, but still handing yourself over to them for our salvation. Thank you, Jesus. Help us to trust in you. Help us to believe in you. Help us to love you and help us to follow you. Please keep us from having hard hearts like these wicked men in this story. Please help us to see the evidence that you have presented to us and help us to receive it by faith. Give us faith by your grace that we would see and believe, see and love, see and obey. Prevent us from having hard hearts. God, I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.